0: So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to
1: podcasts. at t connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to Voices That Glow. Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
2: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull.
3: I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the
2: world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown.
5: Most dangerous
6: morning show, the breakfast club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast
7: club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over everything. I just, you know the bitch. Wake
3: your punk ass up. This is Chris Brown. I've officially joined the breakfast club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with
6: it. The world's most dangerous morning show, breakfast club, bitches.
5: Let's go.
6: This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or oh, blessed. We want to hear from you on
8: the breakfast club. So
3: if you got something on your mind, let it out.
8: Can you hear me? Hello? We hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Hey, okay, okay, okay. Hey, what's up with your Envy? What's up, bro? What Peace, what up, King. Uh, uh, hey. Hey, man. I'm to me, it don't make no sense. The Roe v. case makes no sense at all. Talk I to me. So mad at these people for paying child support or these parents who don't probably don't even want the kids or whatever. What? But then, okay. So for instance, what I'm trying to say is. You have all these parents out here having kids, and you want them to have child support. I mean, you want them to pay child support,
2: right? Uh-huh.
8: uh-huh. But yet, you're trying to get rid of the parents' rights to have abortions.
2: Oh, you're, you're saying that they—I oh. yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying that the—I guess you're saying that the government wants to collect child support, but then they also—
1: Well, the government doesn't what is collect he child it's like support. A conflict, it's like a conflict of
8: interest, interest to me, if you, if you think about it.
0: Oh, he's saying that the government is getting rid of abortion, but but they're also saying that the government has to pay for child support, the parents have to pay child
8: support. The government doesn't pay child support. No, no, the government don't pay child support. You're trying trying
1: to say that the government doesn't give assistance, doesn't want to give assistance to families.
8: They don't want to give assistance to families for, uh, for, like, child support issues.
2: I don't know what you're saying. Are you for for abortion or not for abortion?
8: Choice. Abortion, I feel like... You pro-choice? I'm for abortion because he pro-choice, pro and he got like seven kids, and six of them he don't want to take care of. You know what?
0: I can't what you do. That, yeah, that's
8: that just your brother can't. not taking care I, well, of responsibility.
1: Oh, why do we but, we take that call. I don't
2: know. Are you pro-choice?
1: I thought he was going to say something so profound just now. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> Hello, who's this? This is Keisha from
3: Fayetteville, North
0: Carolina. Hey, Keisha from North Carolina. Fayetteville, get it off your chest.
3: Uh, this is for you, Envy. Yes, I'm so proud of you and Gia with this book. Y'all doing outstanding out here. I thought
0: her name was but Gia. It is Gia, oh. but that's all right. But she, she, it's good. She, she had good intentions. Good, Mama.
3: Uh, I said Gia. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but um, I went to book my tickets for the car show, and I know that the twenty dollars tickets was out. But can you start doing family pack tickets? Because most of us have kids
0: out here. Why? Well, how many kids you and got? And they Mama? want to see the show. I, mean, I got three and a
3: husband. How
0: old are your kids? Three and a husband. That's it
1: that, like having 17,
3: a kid. 17, 14,
7: and
0: 10. 17, 14, and 10. Oh, you want family pack? I try to get the tickets, you know, the first, I think like a 1,000 tickets. We Try to do them as inexpensive as possible. But you hold on, and, and sure. I'll I send you a couple tickets, all right?
3: All right, thanks, Abby. Hey, Sean. Sure.
0: Peace, Queen. To what hey, call show, though? To Houston or Atlanta?
9: Atlanta.
0: Atlanta. That's July 9th. Okay, we'll, we'll set you up, Mama. Hold on, all right?
9: Thank
3: you. Hello, who's this? Hey,
8: yo,
5: what's
3: up,
0: man? This is Leo. Hey, yo. peace, Leo. Leo. Get it off your chest, Leo. Hey,
8: hey, what's going on, man? Why the Warriors fans so salty, man? Why can they never take a L, L, bro? Like, why? They always got to come up with excuses.
2: You don't like seeing your team lose?
0: Yeah, I think that's any fans, you know what I mean? You don't want to you see your team about? lose. We going to come up with excuses. Man,
8: what it- why they act like the Warriors can't get old, man. LeBron and K D lost. I'm pretty sure Steph
0: can lose too, man. Yeah, I mean anybody can lose. look at Charlamagne. He talks about them bum ass cowboys all the time and make all time. And and, and
2: and don't don't put the, <laughs> the hey hey, don't mention LeBron and K D with Steph Curry and the Warriors, bro. Don't do that.
8: What? LeBron is the greatest player alive, bro. Don't Sorry. do that. The greatest player alive. <laughs> Not no more. Man. Hey man, I love hey, I love you guys, man. Can I start on my Instagram? Yes indeed. Hey man, my Instagram is St. Leo, but instead of the S, it's a five.
2: St. Leo. All right,
0: brother.
8: Appreciate it.
0: Appreciate it. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The
6: Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. Bro. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Power
4: 1051. Hello? Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, MV? What's up, Charlamagne? I, Please, I just King. wanted to start out. Uh, Angelique, sorry about that. I'm a little nervous. But um, I just called in. I wanted to shout out my wife real quick before I could get on my soapbox. Um, You know, stylesheet.net. Anybody looking for any promotion, stuff like that? You guys look at her real. She has, like, one of those perfect touches that I could never mimic. Uh, stylesheet.net uh, okay. for any advertisement, stuff like that. Um Anybody support is great, but yesterday I listened to you guys on the podcast. I heard the conversation young thug had out there, and it just frustrates me sometimes hearing my my peoples have like excuses about how they're going to procreate and not kind of protect ourselves from things that that would hurt us in the long run. I understand some of the things aren't the rule, but the exception, and it's we should be more mindful about having children out here because the single family home is what hurts our community the most. And from Southeast DC, Suitland, PG County area. You see it all the time when you, these people are created to take yours based off of not having because my parents just aren't in the best situation.
1: Okay, okay so you agree with Young Thug is what you're saying?
4: I, I, I do in the short part, man. I'd understand he didn't say it well, but it, it's just so true, man. You watch some of these people and I'm one of them, where it's like, no, he's not the person now. He's a millionaire now, but he's talking from experience that we shouldn't dismiss people because they got millions. We should dismiss them if they are wrong.
2: I don't think there's anything wrong with thinking about your financial situation and, and, and whether or not that determines if you have kids or not. Planning.
1: You know, i just be thinking about like we read Viola Davis's book just now, how tough she had it growing up and her whole, you know, her sisters and everything. And here she is thriving.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Cardi B said, uh, broke niggas <laughs> don't even deserve no poom poom, period. And I ain't <laughs> see no outrage over that. Cardi B said, bro, what you. Matter of fact, I saw all the girls singing in the club. Broke boys don't deserve no. I know that's
1: right. I know
2: that's right. See exactly. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, what's
3: going on? It's Eddie from New Brunswick. Hey, what's up, brother? Jersey. Get it off your chest, man. Hey, I just want to give a
2: shout out to my mother. I know Mother's Day is coming up. That's a superwoman.
1: That's Everybody right. Everybody out there,
2: man, strip some pennies up. Don't act like you broke for mom. Duke. she deserve it all? Absolutely. You know?
1: Mother's Day is shout this Sunday.
2: That's right. Take your <laughs> mother to see Doctor Strange Part Two: Multiverse of Madness, man.
1: My mom would be so not interested.
2: <laughs> yeah, my mom would. Thank you, brother. Yeah, for the breakfast club. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Chris from
3: Jersey. Chris from Jersey. Get it off your chest. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on the Rovers uh, Wade thing. Go ahead, bro. Well, first of all, I'm a woman could do, she has every right to do what she wants with her body. However, I think we need to look at this, you know, objectively. Majority of the Planned Parenthoods are in the black community. And the numbers of abortion in the black community are, like, staggering. And it's, and it's kind of contributing to the region, why our population is around thirteen. Percent for like the last, but like, forty or thirty years. I think we need to really like look at this objectively. Like, there's no way that we should be having like over a million abortions like in the last fifteen years. It's it's crazy. I mean, again, outside of extreme circumstances, a woman should have a right to choose. But I think it, I think the combination conversations need to be like expanded.
1: You know, abortion um, patients is more white women having abortions than black women. At this point, yeah, there have been.
2: Hey, trust me when I tell you,
1: historically I because. Yes, I've spoken with Planned Parenthood. They said it's 39% white, 28% black, 25% Hispanic.
2: And the YouTube cons- the population, though? Hey, yeah. Hey, the YouTube conspiracy theorist in me says that this is happening because the white population is shrinking and that by 2040 brown people will be the majority. That's why you see a lot of people in these red states with some of the first people, you know, to put in these um abortion these abortion bills because they want them, them people to have them babies. They want them white women to have them babies. But
1: truthfully, the, the largest amount of people who have abortions are low income people. They said it's 75%. Jeanette, but,
3: just, but, but we're saying, and I'm not disagreeing, dude. shouldn't we have a conversation about you know preventing pregnancy? Because still, it's still,
1: you can have I, all saying. of those conversations. All of that is as family planning, whether you choose to have children or not. A lot of times people already have kids, they don't want more, and so they make that decision. A lot of people are married And decide they already have enough kids. They don't want to have another one. You know, people have their own decisions that they want to make about their family. And that could be preventative. And that's your own decision for your own body.
2: Yes. And the moral of the story is taking away somebody's power to choose is criminal. Period.
1: And it will disproportionately affect low-income people
2: can't take, can't take, can't take away people's power to choose in anything that's just criminal
0: get it off your chest 800-585-1051 now we got rumors on the way
1: yes and cardi b is upset she posted an emotional video after the met gala party because she told a joke and people took it seriously oh my god
0: cardi all right we'll get into that next It's the breakfast club
6: good morning the breakfast club Listen, it is just in. There. All the gossip. gossip, The rumor report, gossip. Gossip. with Angela, Angela Yee.
7: It's the rumor report.
6: The Breakfast Club.
1: Well, Cardi B feels like she's a prisoner of fame. She can't even make a joke. Uh, she was at a toast. She was doing a toast to party goers at Playboy's The Boom Boom After Party, and she was telling them have a good time, telling them to drink up, and apparently, you know, she also.
0: So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We started
9: talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it.
10: From iHeart Podcasts. It's
9: like the
11: police knew who he was before they got here.
10: A story about money, power, and corruption.
12: We create, magic. we create magic. Listen to Across Generations Podcast on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
13: The Therapy for Black Girls Podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help black women decipher how their past inform who they are today Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
14: podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television.
3: To getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
14: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Her is them. She said it's, she made like a snorting gesture, kind of joking around, like whatever it is that you do, you know, as in sniffing Coke or something like that.
2: What's the problem with that?
1: Have a good time. But then people now are saying that she was sniffing Coke. Here's what she had to say. I
9: feel like God cursed me with fame. Deadass. Oh, I hate it here. Like, if I could click my f-ing feet three times and go back to f-ing 2013, when I was just a regular bitch, dancing and making money every single night, that's where I want to be. I don't believe that. That's when I was me. Not, not even, 2016, that's when I was me. This whole go-by-the-book stuff, Gotta watch what you say. Gotta watch what you do. This is not me, bro. How I always get in trouble. I feel like I'm always in trouble. I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm a celebrity. they always be in the principal's office, bro.
2: <laughs> you know what, though? Um, You can say whatever you want. The problem is caring about the opinions of others. When you say what you want, people will respond. Yeah. You just don't have to care. But the problem is she did it in a
0: party. It was a grown-up party. It was adults to over 21. She made a joke. The problem is somebody taped it. They put it on social media and now it can affect some of the other things that she does which is
2: not right which is not fair
0: she
1: said take a shot right now everybody take a line and then she said make sure y'all do your little lines whatever the F you have to do well that's a
2: whole other thing if Cardi was at a school talking to some kids yes. or if that was a team party I could understand but she's in a room full of people after the Met Gala at a Met Gala after party trust and believe the cocaine was on was deck happening okay the <laughs> booger sugar was in the building well, she okay she making
0: a joke she made it a joke in front of adults that's what it was it's, it's, it's stupid that people can record you and, and use that against you later on. But, I, just,
2: I just think you'll drive yourself crazy worrying yeah. about the opinions of other people. Turn your phone off. Don't read the comments. Let them write whatever crazy headlines they want to. That's just the era we in, Well, Folks. here's
1: what else she had to say about being a prisoner of fame. Don't wish
9: to be famous, bro. Wish to be rich. Y'all don't want fame once you become famous you you not you can't be yourself you can't joke you can't say it's nothing you can not smack nobody you can this and that you can not correct nobody you can do nothing i'm really a prisoner of f-ing fame i swear to god if it wasn't for this f-ing facebook show i would delete all my social medias right now because i'm so tired i agree with
2: some of that like she's right about the fame part like you shouldn't wish to be famous you shouldn't wish to be rich either just wish to be happy and successful. But, you know, in this business, folks are just committed to misunderstanding you because it drives their engagement up. Let them talk. Like, that's why they always
1: say, be careful what you wish for.
2: I say let people talk. People are envious. They're jealous. They're never going to like Cardi. Just, you know, they're never going to have anything positive well, some, to say about her because she's people, successful and rich. Yeah, some people will. Some people, of course, yeah, some love Some people Cardi. love you. Yes, absolutely. Every, uh, clearly a lot of people yeah, some love people her. people love you. <laughs> clearly love a lot you. of people but love always, her.
0: We always focus on the negativity, and that's just us as people. You know. And then- All right,
1: now here's another thing that I'm sure was annoying to her. People tried to say that her and Billie Eilish had some issues and some drama. Oh, and Lord. that's because at a Met Gala after party, uh Billie Eilish was on video and she was saying the words so weird in Cardi B's direction during the event. Come so on, then Twitter man. started saying that Billie Eilish was being shady towards Cardi B and... Cardi was like, I hate the internet because one, how do y'all turn one of the most lit parties into drama? Two, Ocean Eyes is a song I catered to my daughter. Three, Billy is my effing baby. Yesterday from the Met to the party, everything was drama free. Why do y'all want to turn everything into a mess? And actually the two of them corresponded via DM and here is, well on Twitter, here is what Billie Eilish had to say to Cardi B. I was
12: calling the people around you weird because everybody was coming up to you and shoving their phones
1: into your
5: ass. And I was like, just look at her with your eye. The internet's trying to
9: divide us. They don't understand that you're my baby.
1: <laughs> so that was the correspondence the two of them had with each other afterward.
2: You really going to explain something to a bunch of people that wasn't even there? Like, who cares? Like, Cardi, some people are never going to like you. They're never going to have anything positive to say yeah. about you because you're successful and because you're rich. And, and people aren't going to have empathy for you because you're successful and because you're rich. That's... I, I guarantee it's folks mad right now that she's explaining herself. They're listening to her explanation mad just yeah. because well, it's Cardi. like her
1: and Billie Eilish were talking to, because Billie Eilish, it seems like, reached out to her first and said, I was calling the people that were shoving the well, cameras. Well, she probably
0: seen the clip, yeah, and wanted to just say Yeah, and so Billy Eilish, I'm sure it? I
1: wanted, because sometimes things do spiral with people talking about it. And so Billy Eilish admits. Well, I'm sure she did. She wanted to tell Cardi, I wasn't calling you weird. No, no, I I'm not saying, mad. Yeah. I'm not
2: mad at Billy talking to Cardi, ahead. but I'm saying, why does Cardi have to share that with everybody else? Like, if, if Billy reached out to Cardi and told Cardi, hey, that, that's not what it was. Cardi don't got to share that. She don't but, owe nobody else no
0: explain you know, She anything. just squashed yeah, it
1: immediately. But you
2: don't know what's on
0: her social media, how it affects her. Maybe she just wanted to clear it up. Social media affects different people. You differently.
2: D- I agree, but do you understand even when you explain it and they hear Billie Eilish say that, they still say, no, that's not true. They're just I, trying to clean it up. I agree. Believe me. We, we, <laughs> I agree.
1: I can't tell somebody how to react. I, I, no, you, their, can't, you but can't. But I'm just telling I you that don't.
2: these people do not care about your explanation because they're committed to mis- uh, misunderstanding you.
1: Absolutely. All right, well, that is your rumor reports
2: all right, it's a nut ass world we live in. Yes, people are so weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some of them in this room. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't, nobody in this yep. room is weird at all. Mm-hmm. I think everybody in this room is perfectly normal. Perfectly mm-hmm. normal. All right, front page news: what we talking about?
1: Omicron and COVID. You What's know, that? we're still in a pandemic. What's that? And now they're saying these numbers are up, up, up.
0: All right, well, we're
1: stuck.
6: We'll talk about it when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. Make the switch to the General Insurance, and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Imagine what you could do with that money, right? Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledonio. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to
9: podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it.
10: From iHeart Podcasts. It's
9: like the police knew who he was before they
10: got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption.
12: We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to
10: flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
12: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host
13: and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
0: Hey, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Now, the Celtics beat the Bucks last night, 109-86. The Grizzlies beat the Warriors, 106-101. Mm-hmm. Now
2: what else we got? Easy? Both series tied one one right now. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Now they're saying there's some newer, fitter descendants of the Omicron variant that are driving some new coronavirus waves, and they say cases are trending up in most states and have increased by more than fifty percent compared with the previous week.
2: They in better shape than the other ones. Yeah, they're in better shape. Mm. Okay.
1: So they're saying it's another spinoff of the BA two subvariant. <laughs> Sp- it's called BA two twelve. One.
2: <laughs> now how how in shape are these uh, new variants? They're working out every day. Okay. Okay. Now they
1: said in South Africa, after weeks of declines, they saw their COVID cases rise steeply in the past two weeks, and they said um, this new subvariant has accounted for almost sixty percent of all new COVID cases. Uh, they also said that even if you've already had it, as as uh, early as late as January or February, you could still get reinfected by these new fitter ones now.
0: Do people, do people care? Because it seems like it they're opening like everything it. out. That you, you can fly without a mask now. A lot of restaurants, you don't have to wear masks anymore. There's no more mask mandates. I don't see masks anywhere anymore.
2: And how does the flu feel? They used to really care about the flu. The flu was the bell of the ball for a long time, okay? and COVID came in and took all the flu's thunder.
1: And now it's not sure flu did. season anymore, right? Aren't we out of flu season? I have no idea. Because that's usually in the winter. But I don't know. But they said overall... It's not good news uh, right now. I know in New York, they've moved up to like a code yellow. But think about that. As far as the Omicron.
2: The poor flu only got a season. Poor flu? COVID got year round. COVID gets year round coverage. The flu only gets talked about during holidays. Y'all done turned the flu into Jesus.
1: I saw they were trying to say the White House Correspondents Dinner too was a super spreader. A bunch of people got COVID there. So, all right. Now, as far as the great resignation, a record 4.5 million workers quit their jobs in March. And so they're saying that um, there's 11.5 million job openings at the end of March, breaking December's record of more than 11.4 million openings. And so hourly wages did also grow at a 6% pace in March, higher than any level dating back to at least 1997. They're saying there is a massive demand for workers right now. This is a labor market that is more of a job seekers market than any we've seen before.
0: Now, why are they saying crime is shooting up? They're saying people can't find jobs and, and crime is going up. That's why robberies and burglaries are going up. Well,
1: I don't know that people can't find jobs. But maybe people are more selective about the jobs that they want. And I I quit my job to rob you, bro. As an employer, you have to offer all different kinds of incentives now to try to get employees. I've been getting all kinds of emails because I'm signed up for all this small business services stuff. People are like, we want to hire you here now. I've never gotten emails like that um, before.
2: What's a greater incentive than money and um, benefits? Like what's, what's the other incentives?
1: Um, I mean, just like other types of uh, quality of life things that people can give you. Like yeah. what? You yeah. know, like, Money and benefits. Like, say, if you're working at a restaurant, yeah. say it's like Marcus Samuelson owns the restaurant and they give you an opportunity to train, to maybe open your own restaurant one day, to move up in the ranks to management. Oh, they pay, pay, pay for Yeah, all kinds mm-hmm. of okay, things. Okay, pay for school. for more, vac- more vacation time.
2: I know Audible. Maybe they'll
1: do matches of certain things, bonuses, all kinds of things. I know
2: Audible in Newark, if you... Uh, if you live in Newark, I think they either pay your rent or they I think they pay your rent if you live in Newark.
1: Sometimes people will let you do a hybrid where you can work from home certain days oh, and work move, in the office yeah. other days.
2: If you move to certain
0: cities, they they'll pay relocation fees and help yeah, you out all with all kinds your, of incentives like
1: they can offer. So
0: You said if you
2: work at Audible they will pay your rent? Either pay your rent or it's like a really low rate if you if you live in Newark. Mm-hmm. Cuz Audible's based out of Newark. Mm. I mean, I'm probably saying that all wrong, probably, but, yes. but, but it's something. No, it's something like that. It is definitely something like that.
1: I know if you go into like the Google offices, they have little pods where you can take a nap. They have all kinds of things that you can do. Sometimes it's just like a kitchen. Sometimes they take care of your lunch and it's I'm free. There's all kinds of incentives that you can nap. give people.
0: They should be They should give people their lunch. I think they should do that. Start paying. They for do that lunch. at Google.
1: They have like a whole cafeteria. But what is iHeart
0: can... doing? Do they do lunch? Do they do naps? Anything no, like they that? don't
1: even yeah. clean the studio. Hmm.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, I, I get mad perks. I get mad incentive of the here. Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all need better agents. I want a nap. I want naps.
1: You get naps. I don't want a nap. Oh. I get things.
2: Well, little, I get some things that help me sleep well. I'll tell you that much.
1: What well, is that <laughs> is your front page news? What's
2: his name? Well, that, well his name is Rashawn Casey, <laughs> and that has nothing to do with iHeart. I developed that relationship okay on my own. All right.
0: I'm not messing with you this morning. No, no you that are was, messing with me. No, and, you, and
2: since you want to talk, let's no, talk. No, I, all right. Let's talk. Okay, you want to talk? You want to? You want to see what an incentive is? <laughs> no, I don't want to an incentive. incentive Okay. Bonus. I don't want a bonus. Oh, uh, you sure? You don't want a bonus? No, I don't want a bonus. You sure? I'm positive.
0: Okay. All right.
2: Nothing bonus with okay. you. Okay. All right. Okay. When we come back, just us boning then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness money long will be joining us
1: <laughs> yes yeah, shout out to the girl money long she had a number one oh, song man, with hours and hours not just a number one song but also a platinum song so congratulations to her
0: all right all right we'll get into that next it's the breakfast club good morning
6: the breakfast club
1: everybody is dj
0: MV, angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club we got a special guest in the
7: building Money Long! You're... And you look like Long Money today, okay? <laughs> yes, thank you. And what, you, you
2: what you got? What you got? you got that little
7: thing? Mm-hmm. Um, In here, it's just A couple mine. dollars?
2: What you got? Hang
7: on, I don't carry cash. Okay. okay. <laughs> Plastic. How are you? I'm really good. Okay. I'm happy, blessed, you know, grateful. Right. Money Long, you
1: know I'm excited that you're here because I've been singing your song Hours and Hours nonstop and then another. That is my like, joint right there. Absolutely. Thank you. And so the history of you because... You know, when you first came out as Money Long, everybody was talking about you as a songwriter before as Priscilla Renee. Mm -hmm. So let's discuss where Money Long started. I keep
7: telling people that money is who I really am. Mm -hmm. And like Priscilla, although that's my government name, Priscilla is a goody two shoes. She's like always trying to please brown noser, you know, never want to step out of place. So I became this character of like, I'm going to show up. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to be the person I need to be. Money long is who I am when I'm with my friends, when I'm by myself, when I'm with my family. Um, and I had to create the character in order to kind of give myself permission mm. to be myself, really.
2: Well, let me ask you a question. That, that's a very self-aware observation, very fantastic observation of yourself, but is that really you, or is that just what you are telling yourself as far as like being subservient? And like, like, like what makes you think you're, you're those things? The people pleaser? Brown I mean, over I like, actually, Those are the harsh things to say about you. But
7: I mean, I, I I really enjoy being of service. True. But I think people like mistake that for she doesn't have a choice. Mm. So I was like in this role for 10 years, really enjoying it, having a great time learning. Because mm-hmm. you get to see a lot. You know, as a songwriter too, you've said that you can't outshine the artist. You So part of that can. role of
1: being a songwriter is to be in the room. You can't sing too great. You know, you can't, you can't show up looking like this. Yeah, you can't show up. Really? You got to come in there, your sweats, ready to work. You are the help.
7: You have to be okay with that.
2: Wow. I would think artists would treat songwriters with the utmost respect. I
7: literally just said that the other day. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand why, especially today, when great songs are in such short supply. Mm-hmm. Everybody's asking me to write for them. Still, I quit. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why they're not besties
5: Yeah, with a
7: songwriter. Absolutely. or sending them flowers or you know like reaching out to them inviting them to dinner there's so many talented creatives and they just they just get they really do get treated like shit. and in the business there's so much um grooming like that happens of psychological just breaking you down to where really? you absolutely just like they want you to stay in this place mm-hmm. They could get you to come and do whatever they need you to do not pay you not feed you
2: yeah i mean i i I believe you i just really thought writers got treated better just because they're the ones creating those hits like even look at
1: seventh streeter she'd be going through it like and i think she's an amazing artist and songwriter but i know it's not easy when she's writing songs for other people and then she's like sometimes you want other people to help you too like i just worked with you
7: we were in the studio and then now, I got my stuff I'm working on. I literally just said that in the car. I'm like, I dedicated 10 years of my life to helping other people build their dreams. Mm-hmm. And when it was my turn, none of the people.
14: Not
2: one person you wrote for? Jesus. Some of them
7: didn't me answer Christ, my well. phone call. So I was just like, that's why I have the energy that I have. <laughs> well, let's talk
1: about that energy.
5: <laughs> so now
7: you're money long, right? So did people realize that Priscilla Renee is money long at first? No. I just had a session with Justin Trancer, who's a, he's a pop writer. We wrote a fake smile for Ariana Grande on Thank You Next. So I've written with Justin. I've known him for years. And um, I just did a session with him like last week as an artist. And he didn't realize even the day of, he was like, okay, so how was her vibe? Like, do she need a (laughs) co-writer? And Ryan, you know, Ryan Press. Press, Yeah. He was like, Justin is Priscilla. He was like, oh my God, I had no idea. Cause you know, I look totally different. I lost a lot of weight. I dress differently. I never used to glam myself up.
2: So hold on now, when you ask for the features, is it Money Long asking or Priscilla?
7: Well, Priscilla- if it's Money Long, I might Priscilla say- Priscilla is gone. She's <laughs> gone. She never comes She's <laughs> not writing no more. I don't
2: know Money Long, so I might not you know, return that call, but I might return Priscilla's call.
7: Well, I think people are like slowly coming around. Cause like a bunch of artists that I look up to and admired. We start having like a, a conversation, and then eventually it gets around to like, so do you write songs? <laughs> yeah. You, <know, laughs> like, you still write? I'm like, no. No, sorry, do <laughs> unless it's gonna be a you know a collab. Well, let's
1: talk about Ryan Press for a second because mm-hmm. that is somebody that's been in your corner. He's been talking about you as Priscilla. So, what kind of role did he
7: play? So we started together. Mm-hmm. And one of the first placements that I got with him was a song. What was the name of that song? It's called Promise This. It was like one of my first sessions in L.A. And it went number one in the U.K. Like uh, first one thing. One of your first sessions. Yeah. Number one in the U.K. Congratulations. Thank you. And then we did California King Bed. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you grow apart. Mm-hmm. But I did want to tell this story because so one, year I think it was like 2011. So he brought me to um, your bowling party. Oh, <laughs> the infamous Bottles and at, Strikes. Was that Chelsea Pierce? Yeah. So he brought me there. We were supposed to be. On the way to a Mary session, Mary Jay. And Jay-Z's over in the corner. <laughs> He's walking through, I guess, to go get Beyonce. And so uh Ryan was like, Oh, do you wanna wait? I wanna wait, I wanna see V. He's like, We don't got time, we gotta go. So they mobbing, you know, it's like Jay got like 20 people walking through the crowd. So I back up against the wall, put my head down. So he stops, depths of Ryan. He stops in front of me. And makes a motion for me to lift my head up and was like, Hi, I'm Sean. And I'm literally like,
9: Why would you do that in front of all these
7: people? Everybody was turning around like, Who is that? Who is that? But for me, having that as a touchstone to look back at, like, he was human enough to connect with me and let me know, like, It's okay. Don't dim your light. Right. Don't shy away. You're important. You know, especially for me being a female CEO. I started my own record label. Congrats. Thank you. So that's like amazing to because sometimes I have to be honest, like having stories like that, I feel like I had to call Ryan and to make sure that it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so before I go up there and say this, let me make sure that this is like, yeah, no, that really happened. But
2: you got to reciprocate that energy, make eye contact with people, let people know you see them.
7: I think I'm still trying to grasp that I have that positioning Cause you got to think like, this all happened really fast. Like in December, the song just went, you know.
2: Question: Who else did you write for? You said Ariana Grande. What mm-hmm. other What other records may we? Huge. We know Priscilla from.
7: Um, I wrote Timber for Pitbull and Kesha. What? Don't wake me up, Chris Brown. What? Don't mind Mary J. Blige. I see
2: why you don't carry cash. You ain't got enough room to carry.
1: <laughs> money Long <laughs> is not just enough. a moniker. Her it's She's big long enough to real. carry all he that cash
2: little,
5: in. It's a little
0: lengthy. All right, we have more with Money Long. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast
1: Club. We're still kicking it with Money Long. Yee. I know you're a huge advocate for songwriters. Mm-hmm. So what were those beginning stages like for you writing for artists?
7: Oh, my God. I got juked so many times, Mm -hmm. like the great thing about me is that I think I was so naive that a lot of the stuff just went over my head. So I didn't, I never became like jaded. Like what's bad when you say you got jipped? Like, give me an example. You don't got to name the I mean, you know, just like the ancillary people, like lawyers, managers, all these business managers taking a percentage off things they didn't do.
2: Lord have mercy.
7: Hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Lord have mercy.
7: People just sat there and collected. Wow. Things like sending, giving you the last page of a, a contract. So you don't see the pages whole thing. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Had a lawsuit when I was twenty three. Got sued for twenty million. Ooh. Didn't I dunno how I was gonna because I fired my manager. So they came up with a lawsuit, like sued me. Wow. And I had to answer. But I ended up winning. Right. Okay. And right. it also takes money to win. But I literally like it cost me so much money. How much? Six hundred K to get hey. my for some nonsense. To get my name and likeness. Your own name as in Priscilla Renee. Mm-hmm.
2: But, I mean, the beauty of it is clearly you must have had your business right when it came to the writing of the records, right?
7: The business is so complicated. Like, there's so many technicalities. There's publishing, there's mechanical licensing, royalty, like so much stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like you don't know until it comes across your desk, right? So a lot of times somebody could be collecting for you on your behalf, you've signed that over, and you don't know.
2: So you don't yeah. even know if you made all your money.
7: I know I didn't. Not in the beginning.
2: Now this all makes sense now because I, you know, I, I saw the story about how you know you missed out on a Drake feature. Mm-hmm. with Your boyfriend's jealous rage is what they said. <laughs> yeah. and it was you said it was 2008. So I was just like 2008. I was.
7: Yeah, I was like 19. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I just didn't. You know, I was like, well, Drake wasn't even really Drake, and I, you know, no,
7: this was right when he had a
2: uh, so far gone.
7: It was the one with the trench coat. He had just did replacement girl oh, with, Trey Songz. with Trey Songz.
2: I think that was comeback yeah. season. I'm not that sure. was early. So he reached out to you to.
7: No, what happened is I did a cover of Best I Ever Had, mm. and he posted on his MySpace. He sent me a message on MySpace. And I was like, no freaking way, because I love the grassy. Right. <laughs> so he, um, we start talking, phone numbers get exchanged. I remember I'm on my way to pick my little brother up from school, and he calls. And we're just talking. He's like, yeah, I think, you know, Wayne wants to sign me. I don't know. And I'm just like, I can't believe I'm talking. to like, (laughs) I'm talking to Aubrey. This is crazy. So then fast forward, I go to Atlanta. We keep in touch, you know, go to Atlanta. So he was like, hey, I'm in town with Trey. I'm going to come through. Where you at? So I text an address. And at the time, I'm 19. I don't have any money. Mm -hmm. I'm living with um, my boyfriend's brother who's I'm signed to He should have been excited Like coming with you Cause That's huge If
1: you're signed to him I would be looking at that Like I'll be there with you But Did,
2: did he know who Drake was At the time though
7: I don't know It's easy to say that In Drake. hindsight now I think he just knew that I liked Degrassi mm-hmm. And I was excited about it He was It was just He was just a hater <laughs> <Like> he was <laughs> Bad dude, he, he, was, he was just a hater Like he hates me <laughs> To this day Well give him more to hate on I mean, I'm sure he's pretty mad. <laughs> like, <laughs> have, have you
2: reached out to Drake since then? Have y'all seen each other since, no. since then? Really? I mean, I
7: saw him um, a few times, but like, I'm not one of them. Like, right. I'm not super thirsty. When it's time, it's time.
2: I wonder, I wonder how he feels about that. When did he feel like you fronted on him? Or-
7: Probably. I mean, I was 19. Like, I didn't look at it that way, but I could I could see how that, that could be like, man. That's hard for
1: women in this business, too. Like, I've heard other artists say that their boyfriends would be jealous. Mm-hmm. And those. that's how you
7: know that's not a great relationship to be in. If yeah, no, my husband su- is so supportive mm-hmm. like with what I want to wear. If I want to wear my booty and my b- boobs out, he'd be like, go ahead. Let me <laughs> Did he sit. like the song Sneaky Link or no? Um, he he <laughs> loves everything I do. He doesn't like video, like when I be... <laughs> You know, kissing stuff and to do all, all that in the videos. He don't like that. Because you I write your like music sneaky and link. it's got to come from a place, but like, I Why, was thinking about mean? that. I don't like
2: that term. Like, we <laughs> grown. Like, what are we sneaking around for?
7: I mean, everybody don't want everybody in their business. Yeah.
2: Let's yeah. feel like it's something more grown we can call it. Sneaky
7: Link? I mean, it's real life. Your Sneaky Link could be like your your girl sister or something. You know what I'm saying? <gasps> <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who, like, you know, you know, meet me in the bathroom. <laughs>
2: is it true that uh, labels were ignoring you for years until you got the the TikTok hit the Hours and Hours?
7: I wouldn't say ignoring. I would say exploiting. I would say like, you know, they really wanted me to help with, with their, their artists. prior investments. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know? And I can't be mad at them for that because the other thing too is like even now I have a JV. So it's my label. Mm-hmm. They don't tell me what to do. It's like I just co-directed my next single the video for it. And it's like, we just, I just use the resources that I have. What's the next single? Pain. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. I'm gonna get a little acting on in the shower. <laughs> um, But yeah, I just, I do me. Mm-hmm. And then I tell them, this is what's next. If I had known that that's the way that to success, I would have been doing it.
2: And we all know this is a d- riding business, so these labels don't be knowing what's going on, but as soon as something get hot, they be all over it.
7: I mean can you really blame them though it's like nah. so much music I don't take nothing personal. I'm not mad anymore like all right. of that stuff is just gets in the way of your manifestation is like everything that I want is happening you're on my vision board oh really yeah I that have a means big a picture to me. of you. Yeah. What so was I was the, like, what was the
2: manifestation for Angela what did you want I just her?
7: wanted to do cause I was trying to get an interview with you since Thought Thoughts oh, really? with Sukihana
1: Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, you guys were supposed to come together. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I think she had a issue. Oh. I was we were like waiting. We were actually online waiting and mm-hmm. I was like, Is
7: she gonna come without her? Like what are we doing? Yeah, no, I don't I don't know. She yeah. had an issue. But um I just say what I want, make sure I don't have any trauma or like blockages. I got that from Pharrell. He told me he broke me all the way down one day in the studio. He was like, Maybe you don't know you deserve it. Maybe you don't know you're Amazing. I see a star.
2: You weren't at a place of worthy yet.
7: Nah, I realized at that moment in that conversation, he was looking across at me. I was looking up at him and down at myself. That's right. Damn. So I I realized it after the session as I walked out, I was like, oh, I just blew that because he was looking at me like a star. And I was I didn't see myself that way.
2: When did you get to that place of worthy where you started seeing yourself as that?
7: That day. I literally was like, that would never happen to yet. me again. Wow. I quit writing songs for other people. <laughs> it was a session with him and Dua Lipa and who was beautiful and amazing. But I just didn't want to be there. And I said that.
2: You've done some therapy, huh? you you you've sat down with a therapist or two, haven't
5: you?
7: Now, I just got into therapy, but it was really just like a I'm always asking questions. Like I remember years ago, I asked uh, a homie, Wilmer, you know, Wilmer Valderrama. So I asked him, I was like, how do you know when it's time to grow up? And he was like, when you get tired of making the same mistake over and over, Mm. eventually you realize you need to do something different. Mm. So I've been seeking for a long time. I started pursuing music when I was 16, went to my first studio session at 12, made my first million dollars at like 21. So I've been doing this for a very long time, at a high level. Eventually, there's only so much drugs and
2: alcohol, sex and alcohol yeah. and
7: partying and BS that you're gonna do mm-hmm. before you like, wait a minute,
2: what's life this really? This
7: not cute, right, <laughs> you know.
0: Well don't move we got more with money long when we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was Money Long with hours and hours. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Money Long.
7: Yee. So what happened with the tour? So I have um in 2018 I caught a bacteria infection from a microphone. What? At Sayers Club. Yes. Um I also have lupus. Mm -hmm. So like when you have any type of bacteria, especially in your lung, uh, the inflammation is crazy. So I deal with that as you like when I'm talking, you hear me. I'm like trying to catch my breath. I deal with that on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I take a lot of medicine to just be able to like function normally. And that's not something that I normally share because it's like that's my journey. I'm not looking for sympathy. That just is the card that I'm dealt and I'll get through it how I get through it. So to go on a tour and to push past, like my throat muscles were like weak mm-hmm. from just trying to breathe properly and speak properly, having like no support from, my. I just needed to heal. And I think I was willing to do it, but my doctors and the rest of my team were like, this is a long game. We need you to be healthy, especially with the way that I sing and the the success of Hours and Hours people want to hear more of that from me. So I have to be able to preserve my voice so I can do this for a very long time. I um, do want to thank you for sharing that though, because I saw people like really
1: mad about this tour. So I know it's important for people.
7: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I get it. People spent their money and like this one girl specifically it was her birthday, so I get it.
2: You know what I love? I love the fact that you know you are on your healing journey and that you, you made all this money young, but you realize that's not what life was about.
7: It's really nice, though. Really, <laughs> really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. But it don't necessarily make you happy. <laughs> it doesn't make you happy. It can buy you really nice things and take you places. But, like, if you don't have your mind right, if you have unforgiveness going on, if you let low-level, low-vibrational people get in your head and just, like, have space, it really can pull you into that vortex. Like, they can really suck you in with them.
2: I call That's- it low-vibrational niggas. Yeah, I don't want no low vibration on getting around me. Exactly. You know what else I love too? I love the fact that you know, you know when you was with Pharrell, you didn't necessarily feel worthy and you might have felt small, so you ended up naming your label Super Giant Records. Is that a reminder to never feel small again? It's
7: so actually my husband came up with that name and it really means the biggest star in the galaxy. Oh, mm. the super giant. Not cute. Is, and it's very fitting because that's what I want to be. What Word. made you
1: decide to get married? When you got married, like how did it all happen?
7: You know, he has a very different version of events. Because when I met him, he had like two girls with him and I thought he was disgusting. <laughs> and I just was very much playing hard to get like.
2: Who were the girls? Like his girls?
7: Yeah, they knew about each other. They was cool with it. God
2: bless them. And I was man. like,
7: ill, ill. That's but, what yeah, God wanted like, for him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. he ended up with me, though. That's true. That's true. So how did this happen? You know? um, at like a Taco Tuesday. So, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and then we.
5: I gotta look, go shake his hand. Face, though,
2: this look at his face
7: though. That's he, him right there. I gotta shake his hand. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. it was cute. And then we started working out together. He was like, I was a lot thicker. So, wait, hold on. You met him at Taco Tuesday. With two it, women. Don't with forget two that part. And then how did y'all start working at Okay. Tuesday? I mean, look at him. He's like very, very muscular. Okay. Um, and I was like 185, like very, very thick. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to lose weight. So. We started working out. He got me ripped, like I had six pack and everything. And then one day he took me on a date to Runny Canyon. And I was like, this is a horrible date. And so (laughs) later on, he was like, well, I just wanted to see if he was gonna quit or give up. So from there, we started going to church together. It was very much like very quick. Wow, how quick? We went from like working out together to like seeing each other like four months and then Six months later, he proposed. Damn, he knew. Well, he has a very different version of it, is. That's what, <laughs> like, if you ask him, he was like, "I was just trying to, I was just trying to take you off the market before somebody else got you pregnant." <laughs> 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 That's what he'll say. <laughs> but you know, he loves love him. Too. So y'all both y'all evolved together.
1: Like, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's beautiful. And then you had a song, No Signal right so that's about um you know not having a signal but it's mm-hmm. also a communication song mm-hmm. and how you guys so how do y'all communicate with each other like how do you make sure that you keep the lines open you seem like a person as a songwriter who's very introspective so are you the one that's like let's talk or is that him
7: um i used to be like it has changed you know eight years that's, that's a long time mm-hmm. um and we got married at 25 so you know we're like we have grown together literally
9: mm-hmm.
7: We just learn to let each other be. it's like, he's him, I'm me. Be vocal, be sweet. I'm learning how to be smooth. You know, it's like when I want something, oh baby, can you just, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's different (laughs) than like, why you ain't, you know? Do you sing in bed? I don't really sing at all at home. Honestly, I don't.
1: You got jipped in too. You I got, just with like, that I, voice, you gotta sometimes be in the bed, sing a little bit.
7: I don't think he want that. Like I feel like he would be like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> you yeah, ever no. come up
1: with song ideas like while you're making love?
7: No. I'm not thinking about music. <laughs> not at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Money Long, I wish you uh, much success. Thank Continued you. success.
7: Is it, And so the EP much. is going to be
1: a full-length deluxe album? What's happening?
7: So, um, we're still figuring out how we want to do that, but I think I'm about to release like a part one and a part two, and then it'll be an album, something. Everything we do is like unconventional because it's like, there's no rules. But I'm definitely trying to come in and get a, get about four, five, six, seven of them Grammys. Okay. Why not? Why not? So, I see it. Let's it. Yeah, you, so, you got
2: the vision board? You got it on the vision board? I got to
7: make a new one. We're about okay. to do a, a, a vision board party. Put all that stuff on there. I got um, I gotta put my hundred million. I got thirty m's on this one. The one, with you want it? Okay. So I gotta yes. put hundred m's on that one with the Grammys. Put yeah. me on there too. So you touched? Are <laughs> oh, you, to you saying
2: you touched the to thirty already? Is that what you're saying? It's so on
7: the way. In
2: okay, the mail. okay, 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 okay. I'm not mad me. at it. Okay. I'm so
7: glad
1: that you came up here, though. Honestly, I have been listening to the latest um, EP over and over while I'm at home. And thank I you. feel it. Like I love your music. I love your style of songwriting, your voice and everything. And I do want to thank you for coming up here. I, I wish just, you much it's success. Such a pleasure. I, I pray money
2: long is never money gone.
7: It should. I, I received that. Amen. <laughs> hey, right. Thank you guys for being so nice to me today.
2: That's right. It's How the Breakfast nice? Club. Money long.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kendrick Lamar.
6: This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. So
5: listen up.
1: No, no, no. well it appears kendrick might be putting out a double album people are taking his latest post as a hint that that is what's come he's holding two cds one with the word morale on a sharp written in sharpie and another with the word steppers and so both discs have the word master copy on them. And he's also holding a book with the full name of his, of his upcoming record engraved on the cover.
2: Now, I have a theory that if it is indeed a double album, uh, the Big Stepper CD is either a compilation album full of artists from Kendrick's new label or it's that Black Hippie album that they've been talking about doing for so long. That would be a great parting gift since this is his last album on TDE, right? It
0: would be,
1: but...
2: I'm excited regardless and I hate the
0: fact that I've been seeing all the predictions
2: recently online.
1: I love it. Yeah, how do they predict it? Because I see them doing Jack Harlow predictions, Kendrick Lamar predictions. The
2: reason I love it because music is so disposable nowadays or so people make it seem. So it's good that things like this are happening. We're sitting here speculating theories on could it be a double album? What could it be? What his projected numbers will be? That's exciting.
0: But how do they get to those numbers? Like how do they... Pre-sales maybe? I don't know. Is there pre-sales? Maybe it's pre-sales.
1: I
2: don't know. It just seems
0: Because they're
1: streaming, I feel like, you know, yeah, it you plays can't such predict a huge that. part. I don't
2: know. I, unless it's pre I mean, they do it with everything, though. Like, they already know Dr. Strange is going to make $300 million this weekend, at the minimum. So, they do it with everything. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, now, Drake has signed a Universal Music Group deal that is reportedly valued at $400 million. Eeks. So, that news was confirmed in their uh, quarter one earnings call, as Variety reported. An official figure wasn't revealed, but they have said it's about $400 million, and it could be even higher. So how
2: much does Drake Sheesh. make Universal? A lot. Uh, it has to be a lot. Goodness <laughs> Got to be a lot of money to get that
5: kind yes. of number, right? Yeah. Now,
1: one attorney in the music business says that Drake has the bargaining power to negotiate a net profit split with the best deal terms and a humongous advance up front. So I mean, it's not like he don't deserve it. Yeah, no, he he's...
0: definitely deserves it. But I'm just curious uh, what's next. Like, Why? You know, what do you mean, why? Somebody takes out $400 million, that means they have a bigger
2: play on the way or something, usually, right? No, maybe he just cashing out because he deserves it. <laughs>
0: and
1: then, by the way, it's just a value. It doesn't years. mean that they're giving you $400 million up front. It's valued at $400 He is
2: million. giving up a lot, though, yeah. so from, from what you read in that thing. It's like his, publish- his publishing mm-hmm. and master catalogs. And- but Some that's a lot that you like can... a bigger play.
1: But, that yeah, it's a lot to invest into something else. That you can make a lot more money from. A lot of times, people will take that cash because they have plans to do something, purchase something else. Mm -hmm. And
2: Drake's no fool, so and sounds like Universal might have just been locking them down for the stock exchange for, for market value.
1: All right, now Dave Chappelle was attacked. While he was performing in L.A. at the Netflix is a joke festival at the Hollywood Bowl on Tuesday night, the incident took place as he was closing the show. He was thanking earlier performers, which included Chris Rock, Leslie Jones and John Stewart. They did say he was unharmed and he returned to the stage to finish his set. And even managed to joke about it. He I am disgusted interesting... at
2: his security for allowing that to yeah, happen. Yeah, that though. shouldn't have never happened. Especially after what we just saw at the Oscars, all comedians should be on guard. You
1: <laughs> no, not but... the joke that Chris Rock made.
0: No, <laughs> no none of that's in yet. But uh, I mean, the dude ran on stage. It wasn't like he hopped; he
2: ran up the stairs. And we it's the Hollywood Bowl. It's not like it was at some comedy club somewhere. You know what I mean? Like that ain't supposed to happen at the Hollywood Bowl. Well,
1: that's not it. Hold on. Uh, here's the joke that Chris Rock made after this happened.
5: Was that Will
1: Smith? All right. In addition that was to not that,
2: Will Smith. Will Smith would have been allowed to stay. Okay. <laughs> that is true.
1: Because the guy did get arrested. Now, here's what Dave Chappelle and Jamie Foxx had to say on stage after this incident happened as well
0: Whenever
6: you're in trouble, Jamie Foxx would show up in the sheriff's hat. <laughs> I thought that was part of the show. I don't know what the (laughs) is. I I grabbed the back of that (laughs) head. His hair was spongy. absorbent. Listen, I just want to say, man, I've had an incredible time. This man is an absolute genius. We got to make sure we protect him at all times, man. I've been doing this 35 years. I just stomped the (laughs) backstage. Always (laughs) wanted to do that. I'm back
11: there I'm back yeah. there squeezing this.
2: Too. I see Bus around the like, that's how you do it, God. I'm the glad L- I'm glad dude got beat up though.
1: Yeah, so he did uh they did show him getting put in an ambulance afterward. He had a badly injured arm. The LAPD confirmed that they had taken a man into custody and that he was armed with a replica gun that can eject into a knife blade, that can eject a knife blade when discharged correctly. How the hell did he get that into the, the arena?
2: I don't know if he had it in the arena. Did he have it in the arena? Well, he was arrested. They stopped well, the him LAPD out and locked
1: him up. the LAPD he had to have it on. But I thought yeah, they, I thought they, they picked he him up later. Armed. They said he was armed with that uh, replica gun. I
2: thought they picked him up later. They didn't pick him up later?
0: I'm sure they beat his ass up and held him for the cops to come.
2: Mm. And yeah. I just would like the record to say, too, that when he says... Well, uh, the
1: security guards did punch and kick him and get him, so uh,
2: when right when, after. When he says he stomped out an N-word, he's not talking about a black person. That person wasn't black. I don't know what the person but was. From the person I saw in the granny, didn't look black to me. I just want to throw that out there. Honestly. All right, well, that is your rumor reports. I'm glad he got beat up, though. He deserved it. He earned that ass kicking. Yeah. I wish he would have got caught right on his way up the stairs, though. Yeah, I wish he never got up there because that can be bad. Like, you know, it's it's funny. We can have these conversations after the fact, but if you get that close to somebody and you have a replica gun that could be a knife, that could have been a stabbing. Or if he tackled
1: <laughs> you
0: know? him and Dave Chappelle fell back and hit That's his head.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: and anybody that does want to see Dave Chappelle, he is cleared to host 24 shows in Yellow Springs, where he lives, at that pavilion this summer. So Maybe that's going to be starting on the, uh, May 26th. And
0: where was Donnell Rollins? Why Donnell Rawlings ain't jumping out?
1: That's not his job.
0: No. <laughs> that's his man, though. He's that's a, his people's, right? He might,
1: not even, he might have already did his set and not been there. Donnell be booked and busy. No,
2: Donnell should have tackled that guy. I bet you Donnell wish he was there.
1: I bet you he does. I
2: know Donnell wish he was there. Hmm.
1: Donnell would have been... Well, I've seen Donnell slip trying to punch somebody before.
2: Mm. All right, well... <laughs>
1: We love you, Donnell. Who are you giving that donkey I to? I don't love you, Donnell. Yes, What'd you do. Say? Who
2: are giving
0: you giving
1: your donkey we to? You told them you loved
2: him. Um, for after the hour, donkey today is going to a, a young woman named Anisha Speed. Okay? Mm. It is really, really, really dangerous out here nowadays, to date. We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be
2: the same. Our Audible pick of the day is Finding Tamika" from Kevin Hart, myself, Charlemagne the God, and Queen Erica Alexander in Color Farm Media. This series focuses on missing black women and the system that ignores them. Sign up for a free 30-day Audible trial at audible.com. We're
0: welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. So, check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
12: Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter.
10: a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your
14: podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant,
13: And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. D1
6: New York
7: and Radio station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club
4: Up in your lifestyle.
6: DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Thaulah. You're a right, rock. Right.
4: Rock,
6: rock, rock, with the best. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. <laughs> look at him. <laughs> jet, jet, jet. Look Just at time. him.
2: For the donkey of the
12: day.
4: That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil. Possibly. <laughs>
2: the Breakfast Club. Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, May 4th. One more day until Doctor Strange Part 2 comes out. Goes to a Louisiana woman named Anisha Speed. Uh, let me tell you something. I, I, read, I read so many stories nowadays that just make me thank God I'm married. Drop on the clues, bombs, for all the married people out there, okay? There is nothing in these streets, all right? It is hard in this dating world. Not just hard, it's dangerous. Now, by a show of hands, we got one, two, three, four. We got four men in the room. By a show of hands, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking to the men in the there's, room. There's
0: five men in the room, but go ahead. Who's the fifth one? You! It's five I'm men I'm not in the- counting me, fool! Oh. But it was fine. Okay. Well
2: <laughs> now by a show of hands. And I'm not just talking to the men in the room. I'm talking to those of you who are listening to me right now in your cars, at the house, at work, at school, uh wherever. Let me ask you a question. Mm. How many men in here perform oral sex? Raise your hand. Okay. All four. Uh let me ask another personal question. How many men in here enjoy the art of carpet munching? Okay, only three. I'm not going to say who didn't raise their hand. Only three. Okay, only three. All right? Uh, And I called it (laughs) the art of carpet munching. Yes, it is an art to whispering on that whisker biscuit, okay? One more question. Has anyone in here, and I think I might know the answer to this one based off the last one. Has anyone in here ever told a woman, I will not be giving you that Australian kiss? Oh, Two. Okay. (laughs) Wow. We call it the Australian kiss because it happens down under. Now, I will ask one person in the room why they never gave that Australian kiss. And I don't know why he would just do this to himself. (laughs) Envy, why did you tell a woman no? Why did you tell... I, I, never you know.
0: told, oh, I heard it wrong I've never told a woman no. oh, so I said oh, okay, you, didn't, you didn't raise your
2: hand Oh, no, I've never told my wife no Okay, because you know what I was going to say <laughs> No, no, I was yeah. confused I can
0: see why I was confused Genius.
1: She was getting nothing
0: <laughs> I was confused I've never told my wife no I was confused Okay,
2: well
1: Okay,
0: just checking
2: If you have told a woman no I will not be giving you no Vijay jaw What was the reason? Huh? What was the reason? By the way, King, you don't have to have a reason. You have every right to tell a woman no, okay? Your mouth, your choice. But when you tell a woman no, I will not be whistling through that wheat field. What was her reaction? Do you remember? Do you recall? I want y'all to think about that for a minute. Everybody out there, think about that for a minute, okay? I need to know these things because I would like to compare other stories to that of Anisha Speed, okay? See, Anisha Speed was just placed on probation for two years and ordered to perform 40 hours of community service. She will also have to pay about $800 in fines and court costs and complete an effective decision-making course, okay? And if she completes the probation term, her conviction could be expunged. Now, that sounds like a pretty sweet deal. That deal sounds like she couldn't possibly have done anything too crazy, right? Well, let's go to KTBS3 on your side for the report, please.
5: A woman will face multiple charges after she attempted to shoot her date for refusing to give her oral sex. Whoa. Anisha Speed, police say Speed was at the victim's apartment in Baton Rouge when she asked him to perform oral sex for her. When he said no, she allegedly aimed a gun at him and threatened to shoot. The victim then jumped out of a second floor balcony as she was firing. The officers hmm. found Speed outside of the apartment. She was taken to the ground and taken into custody. <laughs>
2: Anisha speed pulled out a 40 cow and demanded oral sex from a man and if the And when the man declined to toss her tuna salad, she threatened to shoot him All this man did was invite her to his home because they hung out early in the day and here she go asking for the Indiana nose warmer Okay, the man declined which is his choice and she pulled out a 40 cow and threatened to lick shots if he don't lick box What the hell is happening in this godforsaken country, okay? This man defended himself, all right? He grabbed her wrist, and she fired her weapon, and thank God the bullet did not hit him. Then this poor man had to run out of his house, and he had to jump from a second-floor balcony to avoid getting shot uh, shot at again. And while he was running, he did hear another shot fired? First of all, Kings, don't ever feel pressured to do anything you don't want to do. Okay, your mouth, your choice. All right. I don't care what matter of fact, your body, your choice. I don't care what part of your body she is asking for. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Not to mention, I know this. I know this whole play. Okay. He said he invited her over to the crib after they've been out all day. This incident happened in May of 2019 in Louisiana. Okay. Let's talk about Louisiana in May. Daily high temperatures from 82 to 87, it can get as high as 92. It's the south, the humidity. We've been out all day and then decided to go back to the house. I'm not saying the peaches were rotten, but they probably were a little bruised. All right, that sideways smile might need to be brushed and flossed before I do what SWV told me to do in 1992. OK, I may have no problem drinking from the furry cup, but not if the dishes haven't been done. All right. Before you offer someone a box lunch, make sure that you aren't accidentally serving tuna ta-ta. Okay? All right. Anisha, I hope that effective decision making course works out for you. OK, because I just need you to know that life presents many choices. All right. And the choices we make determine our future. And when you try to take away someone's power of choice by violence or any other nefarious means, that's criminal. And I can guarantee you, ladies, that if you want to be like Anisha Speed, all right, you will be sent to a place where you can get all the Kungalingish you want. And that place was well-documented on Oranges to do Black. All right? Please uh, give Anisha Speed the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons.
4: Oh, now you are the dog.
0: Over there, thank you for that donkey of the day, yes, sir. Up next, ask ye 800 585 1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. 800 585 1051, it's the Breakfast Club. Come on,
6: the Breakfast Club. need relationship advice, need personal advice, just need real advice. Call up now for ask ye. Real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ
0: MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you
15: doing? This is Ra.
0: Hey, what's up, man? What's your question for Yee?
15: Me and my ex-girlfriend, we recently got together again after like four years. I'm recently divorced. I've been divorced for a year. So we started talking, and she told me that she's not sleeping with nobody, but she talked to two other guys.
8: Mm-hmm.
15: She said she never had nobody come over to her place. I'm the only one that's ever been to her place. I'll go over to her place now, and I am going. I went to use the bathroom, I look in the trash can, which is right next to the toilet, and there's a condom, and it's wrapped up in paper. Ooh. So, so I address the situation immediately. I'm like, yo, what's this? Like, you told me you never had nobody over here. Like, you're not bringing so nobody you, wait, over So, wait, you
1: unwrapped the paper?
15: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 hell no. <laughs> How'd you see hell
1: if it was wrapped up in paper? No,
15: like it was wrapped up in toilet paper, like you could still see some
1: of it hanging out, you know. Okay. Like, he did not do a good job. Okay. But, and, he and lying.
2: He dug in, so in that counter. trash. <laughs>
15: line.
2: You dug in that he trash can, can. Don't <laughs> lie. Don't lie. I'm not got
1: on you, but go ahead.
15: Hell no. I, 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 I don't want those side dude babies on my head, Charlamagne. You know I mean? <laughs> so, so I addressed the situation, and I'm like, "Yo, like, what's this?" And she was like, "Oh, she didn't sleep with him. They went out for drinks, and he he asked to come back." to her place and she did and then um.
1: this is just disrespectful she, uh,
15: she went through the bathroom and she came back out and it was whipped out with a condom on it and she asked him to leave
1: first of all she nah, sounded like a liar that. okay she lied about not talking to nobody else she lied and said no one's ever been to her house now she's lying again was there anything in the condom
15: I don't know. I I, I couldn't look. Like, my heart started racing. I got that that anxiety attack, like, immediately.
1: All right. Now, do you believe her that the guy just had a condom and then wrapped it up in paper and put it in the trash, but nothing happened, and she told him to leave?
15: Hell no, Angela. No way, Missy.
1: Uh, You know what? I can't stand people who lie, but even worse, when they lie disrespectfully like that. Like, she's told so many lies. That's a lot of red flags. She's not honest.
8: Hmm.
15: Yeah, because she, like and, like, and, like, the whole fam, my whole family knows her. Like, my whole family knows it. you know?
1: I just feel yeah. like if you get caught doing something, just fess up and own up to it.
15: So th- that's what I've been telling her, because we, we, used to, we used to date for, like, our whole teenage years, our whole high school years, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yo, like, you know me all these years, over 10-plus years. And we just started back talking after four years. Like, why you gotta lie? We yeah. adults now. And
1: plus, like you freshly divorced, it's not like y'all was together. She could have been honest and let you know she had other things going on, and it, if she was gonna stop doing it or not, that's on her. But it feels like she hasn't stopped.
15: And 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 that's what I'm saying, right? And then and then she gonna she has the audacity to look me in my face and be like, "Oh, I don't belong to nobody."
1: Well, there you have it. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> She's not trying to settle down. That's what it seems. But that's what her actions are saying. And she's lying to you. Is that what you want? You just got out of a uh, marriage. Yeah,
6: you Maybe you
1: need to take some time. You don't have to be with anybody right now. I understand sometimes you're comfortable. You get back together with your ex. You want things to be like how they was in your teenage years. But a lot has happened since then for both of you.
15: Yeah, you're right.
1: So tell her when she's ready to be honest. But in the meantime, you know, handle your business. Take care of you. Look out for you. I will. All right.
15: I mean, I'm a I'm I'm a handsome young man. Oh, and and also also, I'm an aspiring DJ, so y'all could check out my my Instagram page at Prince Raw underscore. Okay. I um, appreciate y'all. All right. All right man, well, luck. he's
1: single, so ladies, go see what he looked like. Ask ye <laughs> eight eight hundred five eight five one zero five
0: one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. The whole week, it's-
6: Here's real some real, keep real advice real. with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this?
11: Yo, this is Miguel from Tennessee.
0: What's hey, up? What's going on? What's your question for Yee?
11: Yee, I need to help. I'm getting way too low in like my feelings for this. So, it's been basically 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10 years since I've been single. Okay. I have not had a date. I have not had a, like any kind of action at all. And I'm scared. Like I'm wondering like what's wrong with me? Is there anything left uh at this point cuz I'm 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 nearing 30. I know that sounds young, but Yeah, you
2: sure envy shouldn't handle this since this man hasn't orgasmed in 10 years. <laughs> Go okay? ahead, Envy. Envy. Uh, I, I don't. I don't this know. This man has an orgasm in Well, maybe you should talk <laughs> about it. You said you have an orgasm in 10 I'm years. just saying he wants some help. The man ain't orgasm but in But uh, all right. Bro.
1: So let me ask you this: So when you say no action at all, you haven't gone on any dates or anything? No. Well,
2: no, That's the first and time. I
1: tried
11: like all kinds of. I, and I tried all kinds of dating apps. I tried all kinds of that stuff, and I'm getting nowhere. Did you no try? No across the board.
0: Did you try Christian Mingle, sir?
1: Yo, Why you guys, I, well, he's going through it right that's now. That's a dating app, Christian Mingle. Okay, right, yeah, he's well. going through it right now. So, yeah. let's take a, okay, so what's on your dating profile?
11: Um, Just some pictures of myself um, from when I was at the beach, uh, me hanging out with my younger brother, me at a New Year's Eve party from okay. way long ago, um, and just some info about myself. Like, so
1: you've asked women out and they've all said no? I don't
11: even get messages at this point.
1: But are you reaching out to them? Yeah. Okay, and when you go out, like, do you ever go out and meet people face-to-face? Have you ever ever asked any of your friends or family members to hook you up with somebody?
11: Yeah, they have found nothing.
1: So no one will go out with you. Do you have an Instagram page?
11: Uh, I do, actually. I haven't been on it in forever in a day. But okay. uh, I do, and I also have a Twitter as well.
0: What about Grindr? You have been on the Grindr Shut
2: app? Shut up,
1: Envy let me ask you
2: straight what's the matter with you oh I'm sorry I'm,
1: I'm just
5: asking how it. you know
2: you straight you ain't had no action in 10 years you don't know what floats your boat nowadays I said Christian
1: Mingo you laughed but at you me mean, like, you
11: shut up immediately
1: immediately immediately <laughs> if not soon alright <laughs> well let me ask you this do you have friends who are women
11: uh yeah and they still mm. they still what like, they, they don't find they don't find me attractive I don't think and I like I haven't gotten any signs Bear in mind I'm I, so I have high functioning autism, so I am dense as an MFA. Like I don't when I like if things were trying to do any kind of fun with me, I will not catch it at all. Because again, I am denser than a periodic element. Well,
1: uh, okay, be
11: kind to yourself.
1: What are what are some things that you like to do?
11: Well, aside from video games, um, well, I do enjoy uh, heading out over to the local bookstore here, in, here and there and check out a few uh, manga volumes because I know. You had the interview yesterday with Justin uh, artist. Yeah, right. Justin Risky yeah, him.
1: So I, um, I just want to say a lot of times you meet people when you go out and you actually put yourself in the position to do that. And that means like if you enjoy bookstores, maybe going to some book signings, some talks from some authors, putting yourself in those positions where there's like-minded people who like doing the same things that you like to do. And then from a friendship level, approaching them like that instead of a dating level at first.
11: Yeah, I guess it's just, I mean, I've essentially had my heart kicked in the rectal cavity for far too long. It's like, I'm scared of rejection, that's all.
1: Yeah, and you know, you don't have to put that much pressure on yourself to have a girlfriend or be dating. A lot of that starts with just being friends with people and getting to know them as a person. So when you go out and when you go to things and you meet people and you meet women who you feel like are interesting it doesn't even have to be is this going to be my girlfriend are we going to be dating it can just be she's cool she's nice we can be friends and perhaps one day it'll go you know more than that if I like her and she likes me it's reciprocated but if anything you can just be expanding your circle of people who you're around yeah
11: that's that's definitely something I could consider
1: You know, sometimes it's good to get out of your comfort zone and just put yourself in those positions and get out there. If it's volunteer work, if it's like I said, you doing things that you enjoy. And sometimes that energy is what attracts people. And it's also what you tell yourself when you go out. Sometimes you say no one wants to date me. Nobody likes me. No one's this. No one's that. And that brings that type of energy. You just got to be more like, all right, you know, I'm a cool person. I'm available and I'm ready to accept somebody to enter my life.
11: Yeah, when you've been when you've been in my position for a while now, that that negative energy starts to creep in, and I'm trying to get better energy out, but it's really difficult.
1: Because the great thing is, when you do meet somebody, you don't have any type of other things that's going to interfere with you being with them. So you're just open yeah. right now for to receive that.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe he's a fiction sexual. Ficto. Ficto sexual. Not
1: fiction. <laughs>
8: Tell me shut
2: up immediately. No seriously sexuality. Hey is like, he said
1: immediately Because
2: when you um, Have sexual attraction Towards fictional characters So maybe you like Somebody on those video He games. wants to
1: meet Somebody in real life I wish you the best of yeah, luck Yeah
2: like
11: You can only You can only go So far with that Before you end up Starting to go crazy What you mean I don't know what he's talking. <laughs> uh, Charlemagne saying you can only go with that oh. for so long. So you are, before you end up going wild. So oh, you already
0: fall in love with the characters on 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 the video games. Sometimes
11: it is very hard, and the same goes with like anime and manga and stuff like that. Because the next thing you know, you're gonna want to like have all kinds of charms with them. I've seen it happen. Thankfully, I don't have one, but I've seen it happen. All yeah, kind I mean, of what I with them?
0: Charms? What does that mean? Shrines. Shrines. What's that? Oh, what's that?
11: Right. Like, places of worship. Oh, oh Like, you have oh. a little mini church in there. Okay, I got, well, I got you. I
2: got you. The All right, y'all,
1: shut up immediately.
2: The metaverse is going to be good for him. Very good.
1: All right, well, I wish you the best of luck. And like I said, be open to receive.
2: I wish you the best of f-
1: you, are welcome.
2: Right, I hope you get one.
0: Don't turn down Christian <laughs> Mingle. Try it, bro. All right. All right. All right. Helping people out every day. Oh, ASCII, God. 800-585-1051. Now, uh, we got rumors on the way?
1: Yes, and when we come back, let's give it up for the ladies, as in SZA, Tiana Taylor, and Yo newest artist, Layla.
0: All right, we'll get into that next. Is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: The Breakfast Club.
4: It's about time. What's going on?
6: Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
1: Well, Saucy Santana was on lip service, and he talked about getting outed by his own cousin. He said he told his cousin, and two days later, the whole family knew.
9: My
3: cousin outed me.
1: hmm oh, And so... But why? Just... Because you can't f***ing help
3: me. <laughs> so you done ran home and told y'all the mother- mama
1: right and she didn't told the whole family she
3: done told her mama her mama and my grandma and sisters
1: right our family's boy
0: now
3: i come home and it was so funny because at the time i was smoking weed mm-hmm. trying to be so slick. she looking at me something like okay girl yeah somehow what
1: happened
3: <laughs> girl wouldn't even me how she
1: was like "Ha, you been sucking
0: i was
5: like oh
0: my god
3: what
1: it's a whole process for him after that. You know, his mom's a pastor, so mm. she tried to pray it out of him and all of that. But is his
2: real name Virgil?
1: Oh, is that his real name? I'm saying
2: because he asked at the end what happened know, to Virgil. I know. I was bro?
1: like, what happened to Virgil? I would be. like to know what happened to Virgil. Who's Virgil? Is <laughs> Virgil Saucy?
2: Is Saucy it Virgil?
1: Must be. I don't know. Maybe his cousin. Google, see Saucy something. real name Virgil. <laughs> All right, so make sure you check out that whole lip service episode. And DJ Mustard has filed for divorce from his wife, Chanel, after less than two years of marriage. According to court documents, he filed for divorce on Monday. Irreconcilable differences is the reason for the split. So she posted on her stories, If God has brought you here, then He won't leave you alone. And she did thank everybody for their kind words. She said, Thoughts and prayers anyone that followed me or knows me personally knows my family means the world to me. I've dedicated 12 loyal years, and it is more than heartbreaking to see things end. Yeah,
0: they've been together a long time. They got three kids, so definitely pray for them. Yeah, they've
1: been together since they were 19. Mm. And they got engaged in 2018, and they have three children together, 10, 7, and 2. All right, Post Malone is expecting his first child with his girlfriend. He told TMZ, I'm excited for this next chapter in my life. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And for since I could remember, I was sad. Time to take care of my body and my family and friends and spread as much love as we can every day. So they did have a private party for friends and family over the weekend. Now,
0: is that the young lady that uh, he brought up here at one time? Is he, was he, still, is he still with her?
1: Uh, they're saying that she's not someone who has spent any time in the spotlight. And they have been happy privately building their relationships, which will soon turn into a family. So that's what we know so far.
0: Okay, congratulations.
1: All right, and Quavo has donated $150,000 to single mothers in Atlanta. He hosted his fourth annual Huncho Day Celebrity Football Game And he suited up along people like Cam Newton, Tyreek Hill, also Offset and 2 chains were there. And then that's when he donated that $150,000 to the Tender Foundation. It's a nonprofit organization that supports single mothers in Atlanta on behalf of his Quavo Cares Foundation.
2: Dropping the clues, with Quavo. That's dope. I like that type of talk. I like those type of actions. Giving
1: back feels better than receiving. All right. Now, Scissor has offered an update on her next album because, you know, everybody is patiently waiting. And she has said it'll be a Scissor summer. And she said, I swear to God, if I didn't accidentally fall in love with music, I would never, ever come outside. Y'all suck the joy and life out of everything. Thank God for purpose, because outside of art, it's F y'all. Now, run with that. When I said I'd be so sick of you, and where's y'all contradict, and I was talking to everyone, not men. For the record, I Hate you was a universal emotion. Take care. Ooh, I okay. hate you is my song though. Sound- and we play it a lot up here, mm-hmm. but I jam to it every single time. Yeah,
2: sounds like that album about to be fire.
1: Mm-hmm. And Yogadi has introduced CMG's first female artist, and he also gifted her a pink Lamborghini as a gift. She's 22 years old. He said, I'm proud to welcome, I don't know if it's Leela or Layla, to the CMG family. She has an incredible voice. She's creatively gifted, and she's been putting in the work to develop into the next R&B superstar. I've always said that CMG is more than just hip-hop label. We have our focus on building the biggest and most versatile force in the music industry. So he said signing her is the latest example of that goal.
0: I believe in Gotti's ears.
1: Mm -hmm. And Tiana Taylor has announced the dates for her last Rose Petal 2 farewell, her final tour. (laughs) She said, How lucky am I to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard? However, for every goodbye, God makes the next hello closer.
2: I thought Tiana already had a farewell tour.
1: Well, she had part one of her last Rose (laughs) Petal (laughs) tour in November. That was ushering in her retirement, so it's this is two. the part two gotcha. of that tour, and it kicks off August 3rd in L.A., and uh, it ends in September in Paris, by the way. All mm. right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report.
0: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
0: What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. Make the switch to the General Insurance, and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Imagine what you could do with that money, right? Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions... Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout the money long for joining us this morning. Salute to
2: Money Long.
1: Yes, enjoyed talking to her. And she was very open and honest about a lot of different things. I saw people mad about her canceling her tour. But now we know why. It's a real reason.
0: Okay. Yeah, you can check out the full interview on our YouTube channel. All right, and when what we was co- the reason?
2: I forgot just that fast. What was the reason?
1: Uh, she has lupus. And then she oh, had got, got a bacterial infection mm-hmm. from can the microphone. You wasn't paying attention?
2: I remember her saying she had lupus and everything.
1: And then, um, so even when she was talking, she couldn't really have her breath like that. So she couldn't even perform a whole show. Wow. Mm.
0: All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, what morning, everybody. It's EJNV, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right. Now it's time to get up out of here. Charlamagne, you got a positive note?
2: Yeah. If, uh, first of all, I want to tell everybody... Um, Salute to everyone that is grabbing Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency. You know the hardcover came out last year, but uh, the paperback was released yesterday mm-hmm. on Black Privilege uh, Publishing, an imprint 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 of Simon and Schuster. So make sure you go out there and grab the paperback to Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency: How to Win in the Country We Built. It's available everywhere you buy books right now. Now the positive note is simply this: Learn to say that's on you. Your behavior is on you. The way you move is on you. The choices you make are all on you. The way you live, it's all on you. Stop absorbing the pain of other people. Recognize what belongs to you and what doesn't.
5: Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?
2: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia.